Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Ron Group and Celebrity Line. By the way, uh, Matthew, did you want to give that number? I, I had 15,010 assists for for uh, John Stockton. What was the uh, number? I threw away my fight sheet. 15,806. 15, yeah, 15,806. Okay. So you were you were much closer. Okay, good. You were very close. In a highly debated contest that we won't talk about again. Okay. Uh, well, if I... If <laughs> JR was listening. Yeah. JR's with us now on 101 ESPN. Good morning. Jeremy Rutherford, how are you, brother? I'm doing great. Just uh, having my morning coffee. I'm reading uh, Joe Namath. Joe Namath's autobiography. Did you guys know that he threw for 4,000 yards? We do now. <laughs> Randy knew. <laughs> JR, I got to tell you, I, I don't. Jr. You seem like a pretty easygoing guy, but I think if you were to get upset, it would it would be similar to what we see from Randy. I, I think you got a little blackout rage in you, but you're so nice uh, that that it, it doesn't necessarily come out. Have you ever seen Randy blackout? I you know I have never seen it in person, but literally five minutes ago I was driving down the road and it was coming through the speakers of my Ford One Fifty. Feel it. <laughs> I could feel it. I could feel it for sure. I, I, I will tell you. As I threw my arms up in disgust and said, are you going to just completely ignore Joe Namath? I did not see Carrie. I did not see Rock. I did not see the wall. All I saw was red. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, it, it does exist. There's a lot of emotions going I, on in this room, JR. I just yeah. People should I got to tell you, you know, that one was with Namath, though. But uh, usually when he gets like that, as you know, Carrie, it's, uh, it's usually the WNBA. So I was oh. ready for him, uh, you know, if he gets that question. I heard him say, Randy, your, your go-to is Candace Parker every time. Every time. <laughs> every time. Yeah. Not a bad play. Not a bad play. Hey, JR, you had a poll up at The Athletic, and uh, I, you'll have a piece up about it. But I just want to know if you were surprised by anything that you got from the fans in your requests from them for their feelings about this team. Yeah, and good timing, Randy. The poll results just went up uh, a Great. couple minutes ago. We put this out on Monday, and the results are up now at The Athletic. And uh, yeah, there were 15 questions, and there were some surprises. I wouldn't say surprises in terms of who, quote-unquote, won the categories, but maybe the percentage difference in, in some of the votes. So I have a few of them here I can share with you. Sure. Uh, people people were asked, uh, who should share the blame for this Blues season? And the three options were uh, Doug Armstrong, the, the uh, head coach Craig Bruby and his staff, and the players. And the players won in a landslide here in terms of who's to blame. 66.2% uh, people, readers, Blues fans, think that the players should shoulder the blame for what's going on this season. 
Doug Armstrong at 31.2%. Craig Burby and his staff, and I think this is uh, what, what was expected because people don't put a lot of blame on them, just 2.5%. Uh, moving along here, uh, what's the one thing part of uh, Armstrong's uh, work this year that probably has led to the lack of success and people came up with the lengthy term contracts, the six, seven, eight-year deals, 50.3% of the, the votes cast said the lengthy term contracts, the construction of this particular team, 36.3% paying your young players too much too soon, 7.1%. And then I'll give you another, the contract that uh, readers, voters wish they could take back. Any guesses there? I'd say Colton Preco. Colton Preco, ding, 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 41.2%. Tory Krug comes in second, 21.1, and Marco Scandella, third 12.5 so you know some good variety there and i think if if you watch the blues games and you listen to talk radio and you got your opinions on on things you can uh, log on to this poll and you got 2500 other people who voted so a pretty good uh, share of of what other people are thinking hey jr we're looking at this team and and obviously the way that it's constructed and and people really placing the blame on the players for the most part what do you think needs to happen uh prior to the trade deadline and 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 the question that i've been asking all week is if they actually go on a winning streak let's say they go eight and two i think there are 10 games before the deadline when they get back are they still looking to trade all of these these pieces for for draft picks what I've heard, uh, just kind of talking to people around the league, is that the Blues are in sell mode. I don't think that any sort of record, even 10-0, and 0, would get to a mm-hmm. point where the Blues would kind of hang on to things and, and try to make something of this season. Uh, you look at the O'Reilly and Tarasenko, those are two valuable assets that they could uh, trade at the deadline. Talked to Tarasenko yesterday. He said that uh, hasn't had any conversations recently with Doug Armstrong, so it doesn't look like, even though there's a lot of time left, it doesn't look like there's a, a contract extension or any sort of of thing there or a trade eminent because he would have to approve uh, the, the trade because he's got that full no trade clause. So we'll see what happens there. But I think, Kerry, even when these guys come back next Friday, uh, they're going to be in sell mode and Doug Armstrong's going to gear his thoughts uh, in his talks with other GMs around the league to that. And JR, it seems like the Blues fans are ready for that, right? You had 46% saying, yes, this latest stretch convinced me that the Blues should give up on the season. So it doesn't seem to me as if Blues fans will be bothered by the Blues essentially packing it in. Yeah, I don't think so, Randy. I don't think this is like the year when they did trade uh, Paul Stastny and actually won a round and then lost to Nashville in the second round. You know, even some players. I remember talking to Braden Shen in the, the hallway there at the uh, – Hotel in Minnesota, upset that they moved Paul Stastny when they were so close to a playoff picture there. Uh, but I think this is different. I think fans have kind of resigned to the fact here. And, you know, that percentage, 46%, kind of surprised me a little bit because it took until now to this last stretch, 0-5 heading into the break before people were willing to say that this isn't going to work this year. So I, I think that uh, the next percentage in that category, Randy, was about 24% people uh, or hoping that the Blues could tank and get counter Bedard. I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think that, as you mentioned, fans seem to be uh, okay with uh, you know packing it up this season and seeing what you can get for these guys. So, Jr., if they do trade, make trades at the deadline, what does the future look like uh, for this team for the rest of this season and going forward next season and, and beyond? Yeah, and, and not to bring the poll back into this, but uh, that was another question we asked. Do you think the Blues should retool or rebuild? And a rebuild, I, I, I put the number three to five years. And a lot of people said retool and stay competitive. Now, can they do that if they hit the reset button this off season and still be competitive next year? I suppose they can. I mean, we look at missing the playoffs and 
2017-18 and then winning the Stanley Cup uh, the following year. So anything is possible. Uh, but I go back to what we talked about a second ago, these long-term contracts. Even if Doug Armstrong is able to move Ryan O'Reilly, Vladimir Tarasenko, maybe even Barbashev, get some assets, it's going to look like the same team coming back from the perspective of that blue line, the defense. Unless you're able to move one of those long-term contracts, I don't know how quickly you can kind of be that competitive team again based on the defensive effort we've seen this year. JR, one more thing from me. You mentioned talking to Vladimir Tarasenko. You had an exclusive interview with him, and the results of that are up at The Athletic as well. If you're the Blues, are you more inclined, and maybe as media members, are we more inclined to want to keep him around if he'll consistently go third person? I, the first thing I heard this morning when I woke up, I turned on the app. The very first thing I hear is Terry talking in the third person. Uh, I, <laughs> I love it. it. I, yeah, I and, loved it. <laughs> and you guys are right. Ricky Henderson is uh, is famous for that. You know, you you always feel for a player when you are interviewing them. But you know, Vladimir Tarasenko has been in St. Louis long enough, been in North America long enough, and so uh, yeah, does he choose his words uh, carefully? Uh, but, uh, you know, could you ask him, hey, you spoke in third person. Do you know what that means? I don't know. Um, so I, I think this is a little bit different situation than, than maybe Ricky. Uh, you. But you're right. Those, those elite level stars, you know, sometimes flip into that third person and glad he did yesterday. So, you know, I give credit to, to him uh, for taking the questions yesterday. And, and a lot of stuff, you guys know this, um, you can't fit everything into the article. There was mm-hmm. a lot of talk from him yesterday about how he really wanted to come back and help this team and be with his teammates. You know, is that player speak at the deadline? It, it could be. But, you know, the article talks about what he thinks about the no-trade clause and talking to Doug Armstrong, so on and so forth. Uh, but listening to him yesterday on the phone, a lot of talk about hoping that he could get this team into the playoffs somehow. JR, you provide great material as always at The Athletic and here on 101 ESPN. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Yep, you guys too. Thanks for having me. That's Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider from The Athletic on 101 ESPN.